Welcome to the My Baby Craniosacral Podcast, where I share stories of the babies I've treated, tips for professionals and parents, and demystify this amazing healing modality. I'm Megan Beams, your baby bodywork mentor. I am obsessed with all things birth, human psychology, healing, and plain old being a human. Join me while I sink deep into craniosacral therapy. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the My Baby Craniosacral podcast. I am your host, Megan Beams, and today we are talking about the missing piece for tongue-tie revision aftercare. I will be speaking directly to those professionals who provide phrenectomy or phrenotomy, such as dentists, nurse practitioners, doctors, and pediatricians, and I'm going to tell you all about why craniosacral or bodywork are super important to help these babies to have the best outcome after their revision. Now, you've probably seen it many times. A baby is referred to you and they present with the following symptoms. Gassiness, colic, clicking while feeding, poor weight gain, fussiness, difficulty staying at the breast, they don't feed well, there's lots of coughing and choking. And you know that these signs point to tongue tie or ankle aglosia. And if you do diagnose a tongue tie, the next step is a revision should the parents go in that direction. So if you don't know, that's where the frenulum or the band of tissue that attaches the tongue to the floor of the mouth, that's released. So this is for folks who don't know what a tongue tie revision is. Now, what happens after that tongue tie revision, right? What happens after you've taken away this band of tissue that's causing so many issues? Well, ideally, it resolves the issue (laughs) and the baby can continue to feed um, and do really great without any further problems. But that's not always the case. Many times that tongue tie revision is just the beginning of that care that that baby requires. So in this episode, we will discuss that missing piece in the tongue tie revision aftercare, why it's essential, and how you can help the babies that you have in your practice to be successful in their breastfeeding journey. So we are going to get to that importance of tongue tie revision after care. So tongue tie revision is that simple procedure that involves either cutting away parts of the frenulum or releasing it with scissors. So you can use either laser or scissors depending on the preference for the practitioner who is performing the release. However, just because it is a simple procedure, right, it sounds very simple, very easy, it doesn't mean that it should be taken lightly. After all, it is surgery on this baby's body, and it can be painful, and it doesn't always help all of the problems that they're having. So there are a few things that can increase the odds that that revision will be successful, and as you know, that frenulum can reattach right? And and recurrence can happen for many reasons, which is incredibly frustrating for parents, right? They don't know what, what they need to do in order to make it successful, right? And they've already gone through the tongue-tie revision and, and thought that would be it. And they thought that everything was going to be great. But then that tongue-tie reattaches, right? And then the baby returns having the same issues, And having their baby undergo a second revision, a third, a fourth revision, oh, that's heartbreaking. And it's overwhelming for many parents. And and it's overwhelming for that baby as well. 
Not only does recurrence or reattachment cause emotional stress for the parents, it can also cause physical pain for the baby, mouth aversions for that baby, and sometimes even breast refusal. So doing a tongue tie revision multiple times, totally ideal for that baby. Sometimes there is not a full release or a deep enough release. And so if it's an incomplete release, then maybe another release is necessary. But that's not always the case. It it could be the fact that it just reattached due to something within their body. Now, obviously, your goal is to have the procedure to be successful the first time right? You as a provider, you want that to be the name that you have out there. You want that to precede you, right? When someone is referred to you, you want them to know that what you do is good work. And so the result is a happy baby and happy parents and a thriving practice built on satisfied patients. So what can you do to improve the efficacy of your tongue tie revisions? Well, that is what we call craniosacral therapy, (laughs) what this podcast is all about. So you're probably wondering, what is craniosacral therapy? You might have heard about it. Um, You might not have. You might have heard of body work or pediatric chiropractor or osteopathy or something like that. So what we do in, in this type of body work is craniosacral therapy. And this is a practice that uses gentle touch, gentle pressure and movements to release tension in the muscles and the connective tissue that can be found throughout the whole body. And this is called fascia. Now, this is developed by an osteopathic physician, uh, John E. Appledger, back in the 1970s. So it's not a new practice, right? It's been around for some time. It's been studied. It's been tested. And it's not, uh, it's not new. So CST is based on the idea that the stimulation of the flow of cerebral spinal fluid, which is a fluid that runs from the cranium to the sacrum, and it also runs along the nervous system. So as long as the flow of this cerebral spinal fluid is not stagnant, you know, it's it's very vibrant, it moves well. Well, if all of these things are moving well, then the the rest of the body will move well as well. And now there are things in the body that can keep this cerebral spinal fluid from moving well through the body, and that's restrictions of fascial tissues. And and fascia is found throughout the entire body. So it could be anywhere in the body that is causing this restrictive movement or restrictive flow of cerebral spinal fluid. So craniosacral therapy is done by a trained therapist, just like my team at My Baby CST here in Toronto. And we use light touch to release tension in that fascia of the body that surrounds organs, bones, and muscles. It, it is everywhere in the body. So we use a very gentle technique. Some people don't even know you know, if they're watching, uh, it looks like we're just holding the baby. (laughs) And most parents report that their babies look and feel relaxed during and even after a session. Some, Some parents are like, wow, I've never seen them this calm before. And you know, their eyes are wide. They're alert. You know, it's not just a, a sleeping baby that's calm. It's it's an awake baby that's calm. So it's super relaxing and very enjoyable for a lot of people. Now, once the therapist releases the fascial tissues that are stuck or adhered or restricted, whatever word you would choose to use, the body moves more freely. And if the cerebral spinal fluid moves more freely, well, then the body can also heal itself easier 
and more symmetrically throughout the whole body. Okay, so let's discuss why craniosacral can help your patients after their tongue tie revision. So the question you're probably asking is like, how does it help, right? How does it help after a tongue tie revision? Well, craniosacral aims to release those restrictions in the movement of the fascia, which surrounds the muscles and the bones, like I said, and the organs inside. While you focus on the restricted tongue movement, right, by removing that area that's that's causing issues within the mouth, well, there might be other issues within the body elsewhere, maybe even be the upper neck, the head, or even the belly button that could be causing the issues that this baby is having or also having. Maybe it's a secondary issue as to why they're having trouble with feeding. And I know it's hard to believe because we have specialists for the heart. We have lung specialists, kidney specialists, muscle specialists. We believe because we have these specialists that, you know, the body is made up of parts (laughs) that are just like placed in there. But that's not true. The body is one whole being, not separate parts that are connected by skin and joints. And in fact, tissues in the body that go down to the toes are also connected directly to the fascia under the tongue. So the head bone connected to the toe bone. (laughs) It's so true. The head bone connected to the the toe bone by the fascia, these fascial lines that run from the toes all the way up to to the top of the head. And this fascia could be the cause of the reattachment. It could be the cause for an incomplete or a non-successful tongue tie revision. You see, if you don't find and resolve the restrictive tissues, let's say at the knees, that area that is tight can continue to pull that tongue down all the way from down down by the knees and increase the chances of reattachment. The other thing that could be happening is that the, the baby has a pre-existing condition of torticollis, which develops in utero. And this is a bending or a torsion or twist of that spine to one side. If this twisting to one side is not addressed, either by physiotherapy, strengthening, craniosychotherapy, all of these things, then this may produce a reattachment on one side and not on the other because there is asymmetry along that whole body that also leads to maybe a head tilt. If we're if that baby is leaning to one side, well, it might reattach on that one side because they're actually compressed there. They're, they're squished up on that one side that they're leaning to. And so that tongue rests nicely on the floor of the mouth to the one side and it reattaches only on the one side. And so what body work does is that it it sees these potential points of origin, it can find them within the body, and then we can positively resolve these issues and then have a much more comprehensive and a complete way of resolving the tongue tie. A lot of tongue tie revision providers, they recommend exercises before or after surgery when that tongue tie is released. And and sometimes it's done on adults and children, but this is a challenge for the parents who are doing this on, on newborns. They're already sleep deprived. They're already stressed about having a new baby. And now they have to stick their fingers inside their mouths and essentially press into a wound. <laughs> No wonder they say that this these aftercare exercises have a 50-50% chance of helping. Um, and that's because likely parents aren't doing it. <laughs> they don't want to hurt their newborn even further. You know, they see how, how much this baby is struggling already. They don't want to make it worse. <laughs> and this is where craniosacral therapy comes in and works to increase the odds of that surgery uh, to be successful. Okay, let's look at a, an example. 
let's take baby Jane. It's not her real name. I don't think I have any Janes on my list, but that's fine. Her parents have come in to us at My Baby Craniosacral, and their dentist recommended body work following her tongue tie revision. Not only were her parents able to avoid reattachment, right, but CST also improved her tongue function, which allowed for an even better breastfeeding experience, right? We often see this with craniosacral therapy. Parents will bring their baby in to address one issue, but the ripple effect of this therapy is that it often addresses other issues, those secondary issues that can be causing a lot of the other troubles with feeding. And this is why craniosacral is an essential piece of the puzzle for the tongue tie revision aftercare, because it will address the fascial restrictions within the body, asymmetrical bodies, and also improper functioning of muscles, of the muscles that are used in feeding. We can actually improve the functioning of the tongue by working on the cranium, by releasing restrictions along the nervous system that actually send messages to the cheeks, send messages from the brain to the tongue so that it actually works better. It just works better because there is more clear messaging along the nervous system, along the nerves to the tongue. All right. So that is post-revision tongue-tie care. And uh, I'm, I'm super excited to get this episode out to people because I think it's really important that people understand why they're being recommended to see a bodywork specialist. What I hear a lot is that you know, doctors or pediatricians or dentists who do these revisions, well, they say, you know, it, some people have success uh, with getting body work after and, and maybe it'll help you out. I think because they're scared of, of putting high expectations or giving, giving the parents high expectations of, of it working out for them because body work it depends on the provider, truly. Body work doesn't always work for people. It's not always the thing that helps babies out after. So that's why knowing your provider, your body work provider is super essential when you are referring out for your patients. So if you're a provider of, you know, tongue tie revisions, I really encourage you to consider adding craniosacral to your recommended aftercare services and getting a roster of people that you trust, providers that you really align with so that you can refer them to your patients. And this could be the missing piece that makes all the difference for the babies in your care. Our team here at My Baby, we are passionate about helping babies and families, and we want them to reach their full potential. That's really our aim. We just want them to be as great as they can. And we've helped hundreds of families to heal from their tongue-tie revisions and even face other feeding difficulties. So I've put our email address in the show notes here and we would love to hear from you. All right, that's the end of the episode for today. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end and I really hope that you found something in here that's useful and you can take it back to your practice and let the parents know why this body work is so important. Have a great day. Hey, before you go, my Craniosacral Therapy Foundations virtual only course is open for enrollment. That's right. You can learn craniosacral therapy from your home. Whether you're a professional working with babies, a manual therapist looking to expand your current practice to include cranio, or helping babies and families is your passion, there's something in this course for you. With craniosacral, you can significantly change the lives of the people you serve. 
Registration closes soon, so be sure to follow the link in the show notes, and I look forward to seeing you in class.